Welcome to Something Positive for Positive People. I'm Courtney Brain. Something Positive for Positive People is a nonprofit organization that helps people who are living with an SCI be able to get connected to the support and resources that they need in order to move forward through their diagnosis. And this includes mental health uh, or access to mental health professionals. And we're raising money to be able to support people um, by paying for their mental health services. And we also uplift and support the resources available from sex educators so that more people are prepared with the right tools to equip them to have pleasurable experiences um, throughout their sexual debuts and explorations. I like how that sounded. I'm going to have to save that and um, continue to share that throughout. So, yeah, if you want to support, please visit spfpp.org. You can submit a contact form. Really, the only two things we need right now are just money and media. Um, I have a little bit of money that's been raised so far that may pay for like two therapy sessions for some lucky person, but the more we get, the more uh, helpful it is. And we also have the Patreon page, patreon.com slash SPFPP if you want to support that way. Speaking of support, I want to thank our supporters, Data Eating Positives and Waxo. Waxo is a digital magazine and it's very LGBT friendly. It allows for me to be able to share content in regards to herpes and STI advocacy and um, it's very uplifting for the messaging that I'm trying to get across through something positive for positive people and their support has really helped with a lot Allowing me the freedom to be able to record one episode a week of something positive for positive people. We've got the website up, the nonprofit organization, paperwork has all gone through, and um, I've been able to draft up like a legit mission statement for this. And I'm very excited to see what you all have helped something positive for positive people become and dating positives is an alternative i mean if you're someone who is sci positive and you're not quite ready to deal with that rejection potential or if you just not become comfortable enough to be able to tell a complete stranger hey i have herpes and this is what it means for me this is what it means for you this is what i want to do to move forward then that's a great place to start just getting to know people making friends being able to have conversations and ultimately you learn you and the other person there's so many more important things to look for in a person outside of their diagnosis but if that's something that you want to get yourself into like it was helpful for me to be able to access a, a positive dating site like dating positives in order to really get back into my personality and who I am and begin to explore other people as well. So this podcast guest we have is Billy Perez. That's not his real name. You'll hear him say it, but it's very complicated. He said people say it like Ikea. He's from Spain. He is uh, in digital marketing for Spycom, which is a sex toy company. Um, I actually bought something from them for Sierra, and I want to thank Erica Force, the sexual on Instagram for recommending this company. I bought the Mini Emma for Sierra. Oh, by the way, if you go to Svacom, S-V-A-K-O-M dot net, and you use our code at checkout, it's just plus people. To get 40% off at checkout is the plus sign people, all one. So you got the plus sign people. That is what the code is, and I'll be sure to link that in the show notes. That's a really big freaking discount, so if you need any anal toys, butt plugs, if you need vibrators, there's like these wand, or not wands, these remote controlled uh, vibrators for partners, Um, there's the mini Emma, go on there, yeah, scroll through, look at the products. 
They have products for penis owners and vagina owners. I'm even going to use a discount code to get a couple of other things for Sierra and myself. So I hope you enjoy this episode with Billy Perez from Svacom. Again, that discount code is just a plus sign and the word people put together. So it's positive people, but it's just with that plus sign. I hope that makes sense to anyone who's unable to check out the show notes to get that. So that's 40% off. Apply to checkout. Without further ado, here's Billy Perez. Hey, how are you there? How are you doing? Uh, so, yeah, let me introduce myself a little bit. So, my name is Iker Perez, and I'm from Spain, but almost everyone uh, knows me here as Billy, because they cannot they cannot pronounce the R, the R, so they used to call me Ikea, and I got tired of that. So, yeah, everyone knows me here about Billy. I really would like to share my story. Uh, I have to say that I'm STI negative and HIV negative, but I was uh, I was dating a guy who was HIV positive, and I think actually this story really changed me uh, because the thing is like uh, first of all I have to say that I've been living in China for three years, so as you can imagine living in China is totally different world than living in any other type of country. Like here there are a lot of restrictions. Things that I cannot say just in case someone is tracking me. <laughs> no, but like, uh, yeah, there are a lot of restrictions. Like, uh, you don't have access to Facebook, you don't have access to Google, you don't have access to Pinterest, and of course, you don't have access to a lot of information. This is actually really bad because I would say, like, uh, what I feel from China is like there is a really big misinformation about the STIs, how to prevent them, and what you can do to uh, fight against that, right? So, first of all, I also have to say that I'm gay, right? So, you know, uh, gay people, we generally have a lot of sex <laughs> due to uh, some apps like Grindr or Tinder, right? So uh, what I found uh, here since I'm living here already for three years is like uh, people don't know anything related with uh, sex education. Uh, a lot of people, they won't even meet with you if you're willing to have sex with a condom. So it's kind of uh, tricky also because the prep here is not legal. Uh, so you have to be really careful. So yeah, I would say like uh, my story with my ex-boyfriend, right? We this happened like a uh, year and a half ago. So I started dating a guy, and I didn't know he was HIV positive. Uh, but the thing is, like he didn't know that he was HIV positive either. So uh, we start meeting, we start dating, we start like going for dinner, cinema, like regular meeting people, right? Nothing like really special. So it was kind of weird because we were already like uh, for almost seven months together, right? We were thinking about moving together. We like he already knew all my friends. I already knew all his friends. So everything was pretty good. But one day suddenly everything started like getting super dark, and I was like, dude, what the hell? What the hell is going on here? I mean, something is going on here because you are not like behaving as you used to behave i don't know and he was like no everything is fine i'm just like not going through good moments and i was like dude it's okay you can share with this with me i mean i'm your boyfriend right we're a couple already we have been dating for months we are even planning to live together so i think uh it will release you if you tell me what's your problem and i think like i can also help you right so uh, he was uh, really sad when he told me like he was gonna get like a nose surgery. 
So he told me that the doctors couldn't couldn't uh, do this surgery. Uh, but I was like, dude, but why? I mean, it's just a nose surgery. Like, is it that important for you to do like static nose surgery? Is it that 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 sad that is like destroying all your world, dude? You are not even eating. You are not even meeting your friends. We are not even meeting at all. So what the fuck is going on here? Okay, anyways, so I was like, dude, what the hell is going on here? So he didn't want to say it, and he was not replying to me anymore. So at the end, I was like getting angry. I was like, dude, maybe there is another guy, you know, there is, maybe there is not a problem. Maybe I am the problem, you know, because it was that point that he didn't want to share. I asked his friends because I am friends with them, right? They didn't want to share or not that like, oh, no, I don't know. I haven't talked with him. So you are like, oh, for sure. It's gonna be my problem. So I told him, okay, like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Uh, we are gonna meet here, we are gonna have a dinner, and we are gonna talk. So we met that day, we were met in a restaurant, and we were having dinner, but of course, uh, we were not talking, you know, it was kind of awkward. So I would consider myself like a really chill person, and so I told him, like, dude, okay, let's break this ice. This is starting being awkward. I mean, we are a couple. We have been dating already for seven months. I mean, dude, we have to talk. There is no way we are going to stay. Like, we are not going to talk anymore. Especially because it's something that is bothering you, apparently, and you don't want to tell me. And then he was like, I'm sorry, I cannot, I cannot. And I was like, dude, if you don't tell me, I'm going to fucking leave. So I'm going to give you 20 seconds to think about it. It's fair. If you don't want to talk anymore with me, it's okay. We are done. But if you don't talk in this dinner, it's over. I'm sorry. And he was like, please, no, I don't want that. They were like, well, I don't know. That's the thing. You said you don't want that, but the thing is like, I don't know. I don't have any type of information. I started thinking that you are meeting another guy. And it's fine. I mean, the world is not over, right? And then you were like, no, I promise you, it's nothing related with other guys. This is not happening. And I was like, well, so no. So then tell me. And then I was like, this cannot be possible only because of the nose thing. Then he said, uh, I will tell you in a week. And I said, like, wait, what? What, what are you going to tell me in a week? No, I want to know now. And then he said, like, I'm not sure yet because I'm waiting for something. So I will tell you in a week. Then I was like, holy shit. This is something related with with, uh, with health, right? And then uh, he just started crying in the restaurant, and I was like, dude, 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 what the fuck? Uh, what's going on? Are you okay? I honestly didn't think it was uh, HIV, you know? So I was like, maybe they found something like cancer or something. That's why they couldn't do the surgery at, at first. Then uh, he started crying, like, uh, I really, I'm sorry, I need to leave the restaurant. So I just, he just ran away. I just, like, quickly pay, and I follow him. So we went out of the restaurant, and he was still crying. And I was like, dude, okay, I'm sorry if I push you too much to tell me what's going on. Maybe you need your time. Maybe you need time to process. But you have to understand that I don't have any type of information. Yeah, that you don't want to talk with me, you don't want to talk with your friends, you don't want to talk with anyone. And I don't know why. And I'm worried because we're a couple, right? So at that point, he was like, uh, it's okay. I'm so sorry as well. I don't know how to handle these emotions. Uh, this is something I never expected in my life to happen. So I really don't know what I'm going to do. 
And I was like, but what's going on? Are you okay? Are you gonna fucking die? What what happened? What's the situation? Uh, do they have to? I don't know. So he's like, uh, I need to wait. So I was going to get my my anesthesia for the nose surgery, but then they realized I I was positive in HIV. So they had to analyze first that before putting the anesthesia. I don't know how this works. Maybe in China it's like this. In I don't know. Maybe it's in the whole world. I don't have any idea about surgeries and anesthesia and this one. But my first reaction, I was in fucking shock. First of all, because of him, and second, because of me, because we were dating, and of course we were having sex without protection for a while. Because I mean, he was my couple, right? So, and actually, I must say, like, I would consider myself before a little bit uh, dirty guy, <laughs> but he was really innocent guy, right? So, uh, he only hooked up with, like, five, six people in his whole life. I will add a couple of zeros there to my list, but for him, uh, it was just, like, five, six, so I never expect him to have anything, but the thing is, like, I always had sex with condom, always. Except with my with my couples, because uh, first I come from Spain. In Spain, we have a good uh, sexual educa education, and second uh, is like uh, HIV cases in Spain. They are raising a lot, so more and more information is coming up. So you can have a lot of a lot of them. But you have to think that we are in China, and in China there is not like uh, just talking about sex is really extremely taboo. Uh, everything related with sex is taboo. Uh, it's impossible to maintain a serious conversation about sex here. Like everyone will start laughing or, oh my god, I don't want to talk about this. Let's don't just don't talk about this. So, so yeah. Uh, coming back, I was really shocked when he told me, right? So then he immediately started crying even more and saying, like, dude, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I I'm never gonna be able to forgive myself if you are positive, and I'm sorry. But you have to test yourself. <sighs> so my first reaction it was like, okay, just I hug him. He was like, dude, okay, don't problem. We are gonna handle, okay? Whatever happens, we are gonna handle. And his answer is like, uh, I don't wanna handle. This is just what I don't want. I don't wanna handle anything. Sorry, I need to leave. I was like, dude, don't leave, please. I mean, you just told me this. You might. You might be HIV positive. I might be HIV positive. We need to talk. I mean, I'm sorry. You need to be with me. You need to cry. Fucking cry. I was actually not crying. But I was like, okay, you need to release your shit. Release it. You need to release with someone. At that point, I understand that he didn't tell anything with his friend to his friends. Because, I don't know, it's not like states in Europe and Europe. Like, in China, it's really fucked up. If you are HIV positive, you are shit. Like... Is really extremely bad. So I know, like, even in everywhere, like, even in Spain, like, you can have, like, you can be criticized, like, oh, look at that guy, he's HIV positive. But in China, it's gonna be that multiplied by 300. Like, I heard comments of, I don't, I don't even want to have dinner with him because maybe if we share the fork, I will get, you know, HIV. I don't want to drink from the same glass. Uh, what if we are dancing and he touched me or, or he grabbed me to dance? So, so you can have an idea what is the level of misinformation here. So it's not easy to be Chinese and to be HIV positive and to tell someone 
it's really difficult because they are gonna fucking leave you alone. You are like the worst thing. You are the worst thing ever. So I told him like, dude, don't fucking worry. So let's stay together. Let's talk about it. Release everything, and I promise you, everything is gonna be fine. And then he said like, that's the worst sentence I could tell him. Anything is gonna be fine. How is he gonna have his normal life? How is he gonna find the job now? Being positive. How is he gonna blah 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 blah? And then he just suddenly started running. And he left that night, and I was like, shit, what I have to do? He was like, the only thing he told me, please, 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 I'm begging you, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone, because you can literally destroy me. And I tell, like, this is not gonna happen, you are my boyfriend, I mean, I'm lucky that you are trusting me now to tell me, and I will have to test myself, now maybe I am positive, but, but I know how I'm gonna take it is not the same as how a Chinese person is gonna take it because I have a lot of information. So yeah, I had to, uh, after that, he didn't want to talk, he didn't want to talk, he just wanted to talk if I test myself to tell him if I am positive or if I am negative. So I had to wait these uh, three weeks, that, like right, like the period that you need to, three weeks to truthfully test. So these three weeks, they were, I was really fucked up. I was like, um, really worried is not that much about if I am HIV positive because I know uh, I mean nowadays you can have a normal life you, if you get your pills you can live until you are like 50 60 with no problem but I was more worried because I'm not in my country you know I'm living in a foreign country I'm doing business here so is this China gonna cover to me because treatment is really expensive uh, I know Spain covers it, and I know Chinese government, it covers for Chinese citizens. But if I end up here, should I go back to my country? Should I have to stop all my business here? Just quit everything, go back? So I was not that worried about if I was HIV positive just for being HIV positive. I was more worried about what's going to happen with my life in terms of uh, I'm an expat, I have my business here, I'm trying to do and running my, my business, my things here. But of course, if they cannot provide it to me, I mean, I had to get treatment, so I probably have to go back to Spain. How my parents are going to understand that I'm HIV positive when they barely accept that I'm gay. <laughs> so it was like a very conflict in the sides, right? So I went to this uh, center in China after the three weeks, so I was testing myself. And I was like, uh, if they were they are really nice. There is a free free testing place here in Shenzhen. So if you need any type of help, like psychological, it's like an LGBT support um, uh, place. So they're really nice. I went there. So they test my blood. And uh, before they give you the, the results, they put you in a room with a psychologist. So I was talking with the psychologist for like maybe 20 minutes, right? So before that, he just, uh, he just talking to you like, why did you do the test? Like, did you have any, ex were you exposed to, or did you have like a risk sex or something like that? So I was telling him like, yeah, I just doing the, the test because my, my boyfriend, he's like positive. He just told me, he didn't know, no, 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 no. And then he was telling me, okay, uh, just try to convince your boyfriend to come here if he's not doing good, if he's not doing well, then we will try to help. But I need to be honest with you, 
your situation is quite quite more fucked up. And I was like, why? They were like, okay, because as you might think, maybe you didn't consider, but you are not a Chinese citizen. So if you are positive, now that you tell me you know everything about HIV, if you are positive, you will have to try to find uh, a way to put them like illegally in China and buy them illegally, or you will have to leave China. There is not another option for you here. And I was like, dude, please, no, I'm just begging to not be positive because I, I, I cannot just stop all my business here. I invest a lot of time, I invest a lot of money, and I just cannot leave everything and go back to my country. So after the 20 minutes, uh, uh, talking with him and telling everything, all the exposures I have with my ex-boyfriend, he said he think I was going to have a low tenses. And when he gave me the results, I'm negative, so yeah. He gave me the results, and I uh, he said like, okay, don't worry, you are HIV negative. And I was like, Jesus, shit, okay, thank God, thank God. Not again, not because of the fact the fact of being HIV positive, but because of the fact of all my business, all my uh, vision of the life in terms of my career. So yeah, after that, um, I met my ex-boyfriend already ex-boyfriend because he didn't want to have everything anything and of course i understand everyone we are different we handle emotions different and i am not one i am a person that i'm never gonna put pressure in someone especially like i mean if you're in this type of situation i understand chinese culture and i understand that here is really fucked up and i understand if you're positive you need a lot of time to understand it to accept it so i'm not gonna be that asshole that i'm gonna be putting pressure like come on you have to meet this meet me no 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 this is not gonna happen so I just talked with him and I told him like, okay, I'm negative. Then he told me like he feels way more released because and he feels really happy because I am negative, but he still feels like shit because he's positive and he still doesn't know how to handle. He doesn't know how to release shit with anyone. The only one he could release shit is with me, but he doesn't want to talk with me. <laughs> so he was telling me okay this is uh this two way that is killing him like first i don't want to talk with you because i almost made you hiv positive but i need to talk with you because i need to really shit with someone and i don't know with whom so i was like dude don't worry i mean okay i understand we are not a couple anymore right now it has been already like month and a half since you told me since we stopped talking but it's okay i mean I'm here, we, we know each other already for a year, we can be friends, you can tell me whatever, right? Meanwhile, my friends, they were not talking to him, they're like, this fucking asshole, he broke up with you with no reason, what, why he would do that, you were even going to move together, because of course, my friends, they were asking me, right? Like, dude, you were going, you were about to move together, and now suddenly he just broke with you? And I was like, yeah, I talked to my ex-boyfriend, so he like, I don't want to lie to my friends, so you need to think, and you're gonna tell me what you want me to tell them. I don't care, you create this story for me, because I don't want to lie to my friends, but I understand that I cannot tell them the truth, right? So to my friends, I tell them, like, you know, I don't know, he's like, 
he's just struggling. I think like there is a there is a fucked up member of his family. Like he's like not doing well. So he just doesn't want to know anything about everyone. And I respect it. And so all my friends they were like, I don't know how can you respect that. He doesn't even want to talk with you. Maybe there is another guy. And I was like, dude, it's okay. And my friend was like, I don't I don't want even want to see him when we were partying together. So this happened, but I never told anyone except my flatmate because I was like, one day it was enough. I couldn't handle it anymore. I was exploded. And yeah, so I told my flatmate. But yeah, this is like uh, how these things went with my ex-boyfriend. Uh, after that, right now, this happens already like more than a year. Right now, we are friends, I guess. Like uh, we party together because we have friends in common. Uh, right now, yeah, he's uh, taking one pill per day. He's in the stage that uh, he's undetectable, so he cannot infect anyone because they took it like really soon. So yeah, he's uh, the level of uh, is really low. So it's really good. The, the doctor told him that from the worst case that he's been HIV positive, he's in the best place that. He's just HIV positive because usually it comes with something else, like with hepatitis or with something else. That's what doctor told him. So in the bad case, he's inside of the bad case, he's in the, in the best situations. Undetectable with one pill per day and, and cannot like pass it to anyone. So, yeah, I would say like his life has changed a lot. We still talk now. We talk like our friends. Uh, he got a lot of weight, he got really fat. Well, not really fat, but he gained a lot of weight because of the treatment, I guess, I don't know. Uh, he told me recently, like uh, two weeks ago, he's not having sex with anyone. Uh, he doesn't know when is he going to be able. He accepts now that he's HIV positive, but that doesn't mean that he's open to talk with more people than friends because he already told some friends uh but he's not willing to tell anyone else he's not willing to meet any guy he's not willing to have sex and he's not even jerking off so i told him like dude how big are your balls has been almost a year you need to explode and i'm like dude you need to go home and jerk off right now like he started laughing i mean we're friends right so uh, I want to say this is also connected with uh, with my job, right? Because uh, first I have a lot of information about uh, STIs because I need to get the information for my job because I work in a sex toy company. So this sex toy company is called uh, Svacom. Svacom is an uh, American brand. Uh, they have different branches in in, in in the States, in California, we have in Hong Kong, and we have in Shenzhen, and we have in Dongguan. So we are uh, almost like 200 people, and it's the, the fourth biggest company in intelligent pleasure. Like, you, we have all type of vibrators with apps. We have, like, for couples, for individuals. We have masturbators. We have, like, cock rings. We have, like... So when he, like my ex-boyfriend told me like, dude, and I'm not even jerking off, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna fucking put a fucking masturbator now in your dick and you're gonna go to the bathroom and you need to release shit in those terms. And he started laughing, I'm like, dude, I still cannot, I cannot even touch my dick. You're like, okay, just don't touch your dick. We have things that they can do everything for you. So don't worry, like the things will do everything. 
but he still cannot, he cannot do anything. So, yeah, um, I would say, like, uh, since I, I lived this story with him, uh, first, uh, I helped a lot of people, a lot of uh, STI positives uh, through my company because uh, I post more and more about how to, how to handle STIs, in the, especially in the Instagram, because I am the digital marketing uh, guy from the company. So guys, if you have any question, if you have any, anything you wanna talk about it, you can just uh, draw me a message in the company profile or you can go to my personal Instagram because whenever I have a topic to talk about it, I just talk about it in the stories or I make a live video in the company profile. So at the beginning, the profiles of the Slackom that this is the sex toy company. It was mainly just to talk about the toys, right? This is actually is the business account. But then I was like, dude, what the fuck? No, this is not actually reality, and this is not just why people wants to follow us. Uh, so since I start talking about like these type of issues, how to handle STIs, uh, how to do, how to prevent, talking about real cases in China, like all these things, like you cannot even imagine how many followers are getting now in the social media. I'm telling you in the, in January, um, we had like uh, 4,000 something. And since January is when I started like talking like more open about STIs, I don't give a fuck putting my face in the profile company. I need to talk about how to handle this. What is the vision about the STIs in different countries, right? Because we have customers all over the countries. So it was like 4,000 something. Now we are more over than 10K. So we are growing a lot because people liked our stories. We are talking about real cases about, of course, anonymous. So if you need any type of guidance, if you need any type of help and you have any question, just drop me a message. I will make a live video. I will just interact. Oh, and also have to say that I try to help as much as possible in the company profile that we have over 10K and in my personal that I have uh, 30,000K. So also my personal profile is, is uh, growing because I mainly talk about sex. Uh, but I also talk about all the problems and I don't give a fuck what people say. So if you have, again, if you have, yes, you, we can contact through Instagram and I can talk about it. Um, I would also say that we have a lot of customers that they are STI uh, positives, that they trust our toys because they are not in the stage of having sex with anyone. I think uh, this is an issue with a lot of people. Well, not an issue, it's a fact, right? Uh, like my ex-boyfriend, he accepts now that he's HIV positive, but he is not ready to have sex with someone. So and my advice, as I know from another customer, is jerk off with a nice toy. <laughs> you need to release. You are positive, yes, but you need to enjoy life. There's nothing bad with it. Um, another another fact that I forgot to say, sorry, is like uh, I was telling uh, my ex-boyfriend when he was crying, like, dude, I'm fucking sick, I'm gonna live like 20 less years. I was like, dude, you cannot fucking think like that. Are you kidding me? Maybe I go tomorrow to work, to the office, and a truck fucking hits me and kills me. You don't have to think you have 20 years less to live. You have to think you have 40 years to live. So live those 40 years and you are taking one pill per day or two pills per day. 
It's not that bad. I mean, it's all because of the concept they have in the head. Because people with depression, they are also taking pills. People with other things, they are also taking pills. But it's not considered as taboo or as bad as having an STI. But actually, it's just a pill in terms of physically, of course, mentally is different. And I truly understand. And it's really difficult. But I was trying to explain him, like, there are even people that they don't have an STI, but to handle their life, they need to take like eight pills per day or 10. It can be such as bipolar people, it can be schizophrenia people. So uh, let's handle it, let's be positive and we need to live our life. So the only thing I was trying to convince him is like never in your life think how less you are going to live. Just be clear, you're gonna live this these years less so enjoy more the years you have now and i told him like hey you don't want to be in an office right now fucking quit go traveling go start your business do whatever you want to do is your life you can handle and actually he told me like uh i was right and he has now another really different vision of life uh he quit his job he doesn't want to be in an office so he started as a freelancer and he's traveling and he he adopts a dog and he always wanted to have a dog so he's also going to the to this place to help other dogs so he's like dude you were right now i don't give a fuck i'm not gonna i before i was sad because i was 24 7 in an office now i'm happy because of this now I am a freelancer, I have my dog, I'm traveling, I'm making a little bit less money, but I'm way more happier. And I'm also happy that you are still there, you are still my friend, your friends are already there, they are supporting me, and the most incredible thing is that they don't mind if I am positive. And I was like, of course we don't mind, because there is nothing wrong with it. You are HIV positive, I am right-handed, my friend is blonde. You know, this is our comparison, there is nothing but right but it's true that he already heard from some friends like some bad comments like uh it's okay but let's don't let's just don't share any glass or it's okay but don't touch me and i have to say there was a, a big scandal here in st jen there is a really famous uh, bar like a club so they made an announcement uh, they, uh, well, it was not like a really public announcement, but uh, we know all each other, so we all know everything. You know, like, even though the cities are big, you get to know everything, right? It's like villages. So, St. John is quite big. We are almost 20 million people, but we get to know everything. So, this bar, they, uh, they forbid the entrance uh, of a guy we know because he's positive. And then I was like, what the fuck is going on? So they forbid him to go to the club, to this club, because he could infect another customers. So some customers, they were worried. So they talked to the club. So they for, for, forbid him to be in the club. So I was super fucking pissed off. So of course I spent like almost three days talking in my stories about this like we have to just not go to this bar anymore we have to do like uh, go against them this is like so fucked up at the end this guy he left the city 
he left the city because everyone got to know that he's positive and as I'm telling you it's like a persecution in China it's, it's really difficult to handle if you're a Chinese so at the end he left the city I know this guy and right now I cannot even tell you where where he is so yeah so what I want to say is like this is uh, fucked up I understand that for so many people it's really fucked up to be HIV positive or STI positive but just think like uh, me as a Spanish as European I'm really lucky how they treat you if you are HIV positive I mean I understand you have you're sick and they don't always give you the best treat but being in China made me realize how lucky we are and how how much support we can get in any country in the Western cultures, in Europe, in the States, even in South America. So I just want to say, like, this is not the end of the world yet. It will be because of other things, not because of our own problems. If you have any question, you can always feel free to talk to me. I am talking with a lot of people already. And yeah, I'm happy to share my story. The only thing is, like, I cannot say who is my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> That's all. Man, you did a great job. I didn't have to say anything. I didn't have to ask any questions. That was great. Yeah? Yeah, and you know what's crazy is that it's a lot smoother than I thought. So we probably could have just done this episode like I normally do where I talk, but the way you were going was just perfect, man. That was great. Thank you so much. No problem. I have everything here like a journalist. I love it. I love it. Alright y'all This concludes this episode of Something Positive for Positive People If you want to connect with me Feel free to reach out via SPFPP.org It's just the abbreviation of Something Positive for Positive People.org And if you like this episode And like this format of the episode And you feel like this is something that you're more comfortable with Rather than Um, an actual podcast episode. If you just want to share your story, um, I'll figure out a way that we can make that work in whatever way you're more comfortable with. This is a good process for people who are working through their diagnosis, who may be newly uh, newly diagnosed and haven't become 100% comfortable with their diagnosis, and that's okay. Um, The whole point of this is just really to empower people who are living with an SCI to get to a place where they can... um, advocate for themselves even if it's just by talking and sharing their story to help uplift someone else any little thing makes such a big difference and i appreciate everyone who's done so so far all of the future guests to come which we've got some exciting ones coming up so i hope that you all stick around for it and if you'd like to contribute to something positive for positive people.org the nonprofit, then just connect with me fill out the inquiry form that's on the website um, i'm open to all feedback let me know if you'd like to donate if you want to donate money if you want to give time Um, the main thing that I want to focus on is being able to get people uh, professional help that they may need if they are struggling with their diagnosis and are potentially suicidal or if they are just really at a low place with this and need some support via mental health or just connection to support groups and in addition to that I want to help 
uplift the I want this to be a great platform for sex educators to be able to spread their message so that we're able to get more people prepared for their STI diagnosis or for if someone is to disclose to them and um, get them connected to those resources as well so any contribution helps um, no matter what I'm going to keep doing this it's just with any help and involvement I can do it a little bit more efficiently so if you have feedback on the website please let me know this is the first time I've built a website on my own. I tried it before and just was like, nope, not happening. So I'm very proud of it. I'm excited about um, the purpose of it and what it's supposed to do. And I got to go through there and tweak it and make sure that it has the concise language necessary to let people know what that website is. So check it out again. It's spfpp.org. And you can also support us just by leaving a review for the podcast. It helps us become more attractive to sponsors so that that money can go to uh, the nonprofit and help people get the support they need and help me be able to connect with all of the people around the world and organizations to be able to have them on this platform and be accessible to people who may be looking for their services. Till next time. Stay sex positive.